0: Hello, good morning, this is Rick Pina and I'm bringing you today's word for June 4th 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word because I believe that this is a season of leveling up for us, where we can level up, where we can go to new levels, that there's grace made available for us to walk in new levels, that God has declared some things over this season. This is a season for us to get better. This is a season for us to make progress. This is a season for us to to step up to the next level, the next stage. We live our lives out in times and seasons, levels and stages. And in this time, in this season, God is saying, Get to the next level get to the next stage let's get ready to do it how are we gonna do it we are gonna do it with the word of god if you want to level up and you're watching this video because you do if you want to level up we are going to level up with the word of god All right, so that said, I've been teaching a series entitled Leveling Up, Leveling Up with the Word from the parable of the sower. I want to go back to that parable again this morning. You know me, right? I just take my time. We, go, we have eight verses that we've been studying for weeks, and we'll, we'll, it'll take however long it takes, right, to get through these eight verses. But I believe that you're being blessed. I know that I'm being blessed in the process. The title of today's message is Settling the Money Issue in Your Heart. Ooh, I know people get funny when we talk about money, but we got to settle the money issue in our heart, settling the money issue in our heart. Let's talk about it. Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark chapter four, beginning at verse 13. The Bible says the the farmer is like somebody who takes seed and goes out. The seed is the word and he sows the seed down into ground, into soil. Now, sometimes the seed falls along the path, like right there on the side of the road kind of thing. And that's like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, what happens? Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on a uh, rocky ground. Who are these people? These are the people that hear the teaching. They hear the word of God. They quickly and they gladly accept it. They say amen in church. They high five their neighbor, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. They give God lip service. And because they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives, they keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word, then they're quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that is planted amongst the thorny weeds. This is what we've been studying for weeks now. The the thorny weeds, they hear the teaching. They want to receive it, but their lives become full of other things. You know, you just got too much stuff going on for God, right? There's just too much stuff on your calendar. Their lives become full of other things. Yeah, I'll give God Sunday. I'll give God Wednesday night, but that's about it. I got other things. I'm doing my thing. You know, I I got other things going on. And so Jesus said their lives become full of other things. He gave us three categories. He said the cares of this world or the worries of this life, the love of money and everything else they want or selfish desires. So these three categories of weeds grow up and the weeds choke out the seed and keep the seed from working. We already dealt with the cares of this world. Today, we're going to deal with the love of money. Now, other people or like the seed that's planted on good ground. Say good ground. Oh, this is us right here on good ground. They hear the teaching. They gladly accept it. They they don't get in the way. They don't fight against the process. They let the word work because as long as you give the word of God time and space to do what it does, it's going to do what it does. And it's going to produce a harvest in your life. And so sometimes it produces 30 times more, 60 times more, or even a hundred times more. And you and I we're after 100 say amen to that. All right. So I've been teaching on the cares of this world. Today I'm going to deal with the love of money. Once again, the title of today's message is settling the money issue in your heart. I have two things to share with you on this morning. As I do, I want you to open up your heart to receive. This Friday morning, we're going to close out the week with two things. You ready? Number 1, here we go. God's word must be settled in your heart. Settled like, you know, like a judge hits boom, hits the gavel. Done, done deal, Settle. like decided. The word of God must be settled in your heart. In this parable, Jesus is giving us lots of lessons. And one of the underlying lessons that he gives us is, uh, is about receiving the word of God and then allowing the word of God to be settled in our heart so that it's free to grow and produce fruit, right? It produces change in us, fruit from us, and, but we have to allow the word of God to be settled, say settled all right so if you question god and you question his word if you question the validity of scripture right like like if the bible for you if there's questions about it if you have doubt in your heart concerning the bible the 66 books of the bible if for you the Bible is not the infallible inerrant inexhaustible word of god like for me i know that every the heaven and earth shall pass away but not one word, not one jot, not one tittle from God's word will ever pass away. For me, the word of God is settled. If God said it, then that's it. Like for, if, if there's a problem between me and the Bible, the Bible is not going to change. I got to change, right? And so the word of God is settled. But if you if your heart is not settled concerning the word, then the unsettled condition of your heart creates an environment that is not conducive for the word of God to produce. And so now the word of God is not in an environment where it can produce the fruit that it was intended to produce. And because of that, now you have other things growing in your heart. You have weeds and the weeds are growing up and the weeds are going to choke out the word. So the word has to be settled. Let me say it this way. God's word is settled in heaven. Say amen to that. God's word is settled in heaven, but God's word has to also be settled in your heart for it to produce in your life. Let me say that again. God's word is settled in heaven, but if you want it to produce in your life, it needs to be settled in your heart. So for the word to work, your heart needs to be at rest concerning it. When you enter into God's rest, and this can be the written word of God, but it, it can also be a spoken word, like a word that God gave you. He gave you a dream while you were sleeping. He gave you an open vision while you were awake. He spoke to you while you were reading what he said. He told you something, what he's saying now, right? He spoke to you through the Holy Spirit. He sent somebody your way. He had somebody to wake up in the middle of the night and call you and tell you whatever. However God got you the word, then when God gives you a, a spoken word, that is no less the word of God for you than the Bible, right? I mean, it's still the word. So once God speaks something to you, then you got to receive that, whether written or, or any other way that God gave it to you, then that word must be settled in your heart and you must be at rest concerning it. Because if you're not settled and you're not at rest, then you are showing God that you're not in faith where that's concerned. Like God gave you a word, but I'm just not sure about that. So you you say that you trust God, right? But you got to be settled to the point where you know, like deep down in your heart, that God is going to make his word good. That, listen, God said it, like I could talk to my wife, babe, well, you know, why is it taking so long? I don't know. Well, what about this? What about, do you sure, are you sure, are we sure about this? Are we, wait a minute, hold on. What did God say? Let's go back. Let's go back. Whenever there's like these questions, these doubts, let's go back to what God said. Remember this? Go. Let's go back to, remember that? Yes. Did God, were we convinced that God said it? Yes. Okay, then that's it then that settles it. If God said it, then he has to perform it. Numbers 23 and 19, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. So if he said it, he has to perform it. So I refuse to take on any care concerning it. If God said it, then for me, that's, that issue has to be settled. Now, it's only a matter of time. Now, I don't know when it's going to how, how happen. happen unless he tells me how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen unless he tells me how it's going to happen. But the fact that it's going to happen is settled in my heart. It is going to happen. It's only a matter of time. The issue is settled in heaven and it's only a matter of time before it gets settled in the earth. And so I have to believe what God said and whatever God gives me a promise, I have to be settled concerning it. Now, one of the issues uh, that Jesus paints in, the, in this parable is that people have competing priorities. So they get a word from God, but then they have other things that compete with the word, right? And so If something is not settled in your heart and you have something else competing with the word, then this other thing is going to be a weed that chokes out the word. And so here Jesus uses the love of money as one of those things. If you have the love of money and and the money issue is not settled in your heart, then your heart is not at rest concerning money and your heart is not at rest concerning the fact that God is your source. If your heart is not at rest concerning the fact that God is committed to providing for you, then listen, listen. You, you're gonna, you will be susceptible to attacks from the enemy, and then he will cause you to go pursue things that will take you outside of the will of God, all because you were not settled where money was concerned, right? So number two, I only have two things for you this morning. Number two, the revelation of God being your source must be settled in your heart. The revelation that, listen, say God is my source, like, you got to get this revelation that God is, God is your source. God is my source. My job is not my source. God is my source. My business is not my source. God is my source. The government, the government is not my source. God is my source. You got to get to the point where you know that God is your source. If you want to maximize your purpose and potential while you're in the land of the living, you got to get to the point where you are at rest where money is concerned. The love of money. Let me tell you something. The love of money has ruined lots of people it has ruined lives. This tireless pursuit of the love of money has ruined lives, destroyed marriages, caused people to be derailed from their destiny. They were, they were going down the right road, but then money got tight and then, oh snap. Uh, I could get a job over here. And they moved to another state and they, and they walk away from the prophetic voice that they had. And now they're disconnected from their uh, community of believers and they're chasing money instead of chasing God. And now they are running the risk of derailing themselves from their own destiny. Why? Because they were pursuing money and it wasn't settled that God is your source. If your heart is open to take on care about money, like care about money, then your, your heart is going to be open to fear and doubt and unbelief concerning money. And then that's going to create anxiety. That stress is going to creep into your heart. And then that anxiety is going to grow up like a weed and the weed is going to choke out the seed of the word and it will keep the word from working in your life. So when you are in faith though, like I am in faith concerning my finances, I'm a tither. I honor the Lord with the first fruits of all my increase. Beyond that, we give offering. Beyond that, we sow into ministry. Beyond that, we give to the poor. And so, so now I see money as a ministry. I have money with a mission. I have prosperity with a purpose. I'm a conduit of kingdom finance. God, you can put money in my hands and we can fund kingdom projects all over the world. I'll be a conduit through which the money passes. I'm cool with that. You could use me for your glory in this area. When you are in faith concerning money and you know that God is your source, you can have supernatural peace. If one source of income dries up, God has more, (laughs) there'll be another, you know what I'm saying? And so, so I'm not concerned about that. Why? Because the source didn't dry up. God is my source. When you know that God is your source and you believe that he already provided everything for you. Now, this is what you got to believe. If you believe that God made, look at me. Do you believe God made plans for you? Like before the world began? Do you believe that? Okay. So if you believe that, then, then, and, and do you believe that he's revealed some of that to you? Okay, so now he's giving you vision. Now, if he's giving you vision, that means that the, that is evidence that the provision is already stored up. Why would God show you a vision and then not give you the provision? No, wherever there's vision, the provision is already there. God already stored up. You got to be fully persuaded that God already stored up everything that you would ever need to become the man, the woman that God called you to be, everything that you would ever need for your business to be successful, your career to be successful, for you to get into that college. Everything that you would ever need is already stored up. God will bring the right people at just the right time, right opportunities. There are contracts that are looking for you in your business, and you will find them and at just the right time, and your things will line up at just the right time, but now you're living by faith, being led of the impulses of the Holy Spirit to do whatever you're supposed to do now in this season so that you can experience what God has already stored up for you. But you got to believe that it's already done. You got to believe that it's already provided. You got to believe that if God called you for your divine purpose from the foundations of the world, that he prepared for your arrival. And now he's preparing you for what he prepared for you. Glory to God. He is preparing you for the things that he already prepared for you. He's like, I got some stuff with Rick's name on it. I got some stuff with Isabella's name on it, and there's stuff stored up in heaven, and it's only a matter of time before I release it in the earth, and so right now, I'm preparing Rick. I'm preparing Isabella for the things that I prepared for them. I can't give it to them yet because if I give it to them before their time, then instead of it being a blessing, it could be a burden, and so so I'm storing up some stuff, and I'm preparing them for what I already prepared for them, and it's only a matter of time before they get it, and so I, here I am down here. God's talking about that up there, and down here, I got to be fully persuaded that he already provided. I got to be fully persuaded that he already stored it up. I got to be fully convinced. Faith is not about me convincing him. No, 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 no. Faith is what happens when he convinces me. And so I am fully persuaded that God did this thing. I'm fully persuaded that God gave me the idea. I'm not a self-made man. I'm a God-made man. And so I'm not living my life on my own terms. I'm living my life on his terms. I'm doing whatever he tells me to do. I'm going wherever he tells me. Listen, God, I was minding my own business when you told me to do this. Just reminding you, okay, cool. So I'm doing it because you told me to do it. And so since you told me to, do it, then it's already blessed. Look look at these hands. Hands, I prophesy to my hands. Whatever I put my hands to do, prospers. These are blessed hands. Why? Because God is leading me to touch stuff. And so whatever I touch turns to gold. I got the Midas touch because God is on me and in me and with me and for me. But you will never enter into God's rest. I'm preaching. Glory to God. I'm, I'm preaching this morning. You will never enter into God's rest where money is concerned If you don't believe what God believes about your provision, if you don't believe that God is your source, if you don't believe that God already prepared for you, if you don't believe that God already made plans, if you think that your life is about you, oh my God, I got to work hard. Oh, I got to earn everything by the sweat of my brow. I got to go do this and I got to go. Okay, fine. Cool. Go ahead. But you are not living by the grace of God. You see this the grace life. No, no. When you live the grace life, you're saying my life is all about God's grace. I'm submitted to God in all things. I am. I am who I am by the grace of God. I may work hard, but I'm working hard by the grace of God. It's God on me and in me and with me and for me. I, I can sleep good at night. My body's not going to get burnt out because I'm not relying on human ability. I know that God already stored up everything that I would ever need. I know that God is my source. I, I my confidence is in Him. My trust is in Him. God. God. God has millions of ways of getting me millions of dollars to do whatever he called me to do. And so my job is just, okay, God, whatever, however you, I am down for whatever. Say amen to that glory to God. I'm going to just stop here. I'm telling you, I'm going to talk more about this next week, but we're going to close out this week, declaring some things over our life as it relates to money. Where money is concerned, we have to settle the issue. Let me just close with this. Matthew 6 and 33. Here's something that we can learn from Matthew 6 and 33. Don't pursue money. Pursue God. If you pursue God, he will see to it that things pursue you. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. My God, I'm going to watch this myself. I was ministering to myself. Okay, lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up. By bringing my life into focus, you are my number one priority. I pursue you every day of my life. I choose to pursue you instead of pursuing things. And when I pursue you over things, things wind up pursuing me. You are my source. You are my supply. I never have the fear of running out. I have faith in running over. Everything I need has already been prepared. You bless me abundantly. You give me all things richly to enjoy. I declare money is not an issue for me. I enter into your rest where money is concerned. You bless me to give save and spend. You give me bread for eating. You give me seed for sowing. You minister seed to me and then you multiply the seed as I sow it. Understanding all of this, I will never run out and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to today'sword.org. You better, don't you want these notes? Go to today'sword.org, click on the subscribe button, and then put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to go into this weekend knowing that God is your source. God is your source. Rest in the fact that God is your source. Settle the money issue in your heart. We got to settle this issue. Do me a favor. If this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I see that there's a lot going on in the chat. So I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna read all of that. Thank you so much for being a blessing to me. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.